get the green light, um, there are signs that your baby will show when they're ready to start solids. So like if they can sit up and hold their head up pretty well, like in a bumbo, um, if they can sit, sit with support. And if your baby is showing interest in what you're eating, um, those are usually the signs that they're ready to start eating something other than breast milk and formula. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama in 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health, infertility, mom guilt, and the craziness that comes with raising a family. Get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's work to embrace the messy together. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. Um, We are so excited to introduce today's guest and talk about all things baby food. Um, So as you mamas listening out there know that, you know, from an early age, probably like the first second your child's born, I feel like, you know, food and more specifically nutrition is something you you kind of start obsessing over um, for a good reason. You obviously need to nourish your child, but it's like questions come to mind like, how much does my baby need? What should I be giving them? When's the right time to start incorporating food? So um, we're really excited to speak with Jeannie um, with Cafe Baby um, about all things baby food today. Welcome, Jeannie. Thank you for having me. Hello. Hey, we're so, so excited to have you on. This is like, I feel like this is such a, I mean, it's such an important topic and it's such, it's, I mean, there's so many questions around it. So I'm really, really excited to talk to you. Um, so I guess, first of all, let's just start off. Um, go ahead and maybe tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your family, and how you got started. Yeah. So I am a born and raised Hoosier. I'm super boring and I've been in Indiana my whole life. Um, <laughs> hey, me too. It's fun. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. So I'm from Franklin, which is about a half an hour south of Indy. Um, I am trained as an architect. So I, well, I was, I left my, I let my license lapse, but I was a registered architect in the state of Indiana. Um, and I met my husband, Edwin in at IEPY. I was his boss at the campus center for the record. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we have been together for about 10 years, married for eight years. We have um, two very rambunctious little half Latina girls, Juliet and Camila. Aww, um, awesome. Juliet is almost five, and um, no, I'm sorry, Camila is almost five, and <laughs> Juliet is 16 months. So they keep us super busy. Um, I started Cafe Baby with my mom in 2016. So, like I said, I was an architect and. Um, I wanted to make my daughter's baby food and didn't have time to do it and think about it. I mean, all the things that you were talking about in the beginning, like that, that's a lot of things to have to learn. And um, so I started looking into local alternatives and the only thing I found was what was sitting on the grocery store shelf. And, you know, I, I didn't, well, I don't like processed foods for my husband and myself, let alone our baby. So um, I was just sharing my frustrations with my mom and we just kind of came up with the idea of a business that could make baby food and bring it to busy parents doorstep because we knew that I couldn't be the only full-time working parent feeling like this. So, um, and through all that cafe baby was born. That's amazing. I just, I mean, I'm just like picturing my baby bullet that I 
you know, got at, <laughs> at a baby shower because I had this, I had all these good intentions of like, I'm going to make all of the kids foods. Cause you know, you know, Bailey and I talk about it. We're obviously very passionate about nutrition and, um, quality food, but when it push came to shove and I was here with an infant trying to figure out how I'm going to make everything work, making baby food was like, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Um, so it would have been amazing to have you around. We hear that all the time. Um, Wow. I mean, it does seem like a really overwhelming process. I don't know why, like, and obviously this is coming from someone who doesn't have kids yet, but I don't know why making your own baby food just does seem like a lot of work, (laughs) especially with little ones. Yeah. So yeah, you would have been, you would have been an amazing resource. So I'm glad glad we have you (laughs) now. Um, but, um, so tell us a little bit, like what, what exactly do you offer and what is maybe your most popular item? Um, so we, we have lactation cookies for nursing moms. That's kind of where we start a lot of moms. Um, and then we have a few different menus of baby food and toddler food. So our first menu starts at four to six months, um, and it goes all the way to toddler food. So we have a four to six months menu, seven to nine, 10 plus months, and then the toddler food. So each menu um, gets a little thicker and starts adding more flavors. Um, there's, a, there's a few different, and I guess we can talk about this later, but there's a few different schools of thought with starting your baby on solids. And um, so ours, ours goes with the more conservative way. Like you start your baby with one flavor and then you add more flavors as they, they get going. And then we have finger foods for older kids or moms who want to do baby led weaning. Oh, very neat. That's super interesting. So with, so you usually start the moms on the lactation cookies. Can you talk a little bit just about like what's in those and how that can, and I'm just curious in general, how that can help moms who are breastfeeding? Yeah, so they don't have breast milk in them. We got asked that on the news one time. (laughs) Super awkward. People ask us that all the time. They do not have breast milk. You're like, uh, no, (laughs) they have, so they're called galactagogs. They're natural ingredients that help a breastfeeding mother increase her milk supply. So they don't make you lactate. If you are already lactating, they just give you an extra boost. Okay, cool. So would you say that's one of the most, cause I feel like I see that, especially on, you know, your social media a lot. Would you say that's one of the more popular items? At least I got a guess for moms, not necessarily the babies, obviously. Yes, I would. That's probably our most popular just because it's, so we can ship the lactation cookies nationwide and we're on Amazon. So we, we can't put our baby food on Amazon yet just because we can't ship nationwide, but yeah, our lactation cookies uh-huh. are super popular and Okay. You know, we, we're the only lactation cookie on the market that is pretty much pulled out of the oven, put in a bag and shipped to your doorstep. Like most of the time, the cookies wow. that you got were literally baked like the day before or two or three days before they haven't been sitting in a warehouse, you know, for six weeks and they're super stale. So yeah. we, we really pride ourselves really on that. Fresh. That's awesome. And I love watching your social media. Like when you're making oh, yeah. them, it's really satisfying <laughs> to me for some reason. Like, oh my gosh, those look so, yeah. so good. I would love to have one of those right now, even though obviously I'm not <laughs> lactating, but hey, they, they look and sound good. What is in the actual lactation? Like what are some of the ingredients? Yeah, so, I'm just curious. Um, brewer's yeast, oatmeal, and flaxseed. So okay, like, no, all nobody good knows what brewer's yeast is or where to find it. Like when I... So, sorry, backtrack a little bit. When we started Cafe Baby, we wanted to have something for moms. And we knew that lactation cookies were the answer. And I I had a really 
difficult breastfeeding experience with our first. And I discovered Mm -hmm. lactation cookies because I almost lost my milk. And when I'm like, when I was looking at the recipe, I'm like, what is brewer's yeast and where do I find that? (laughs) You have to go to a health food store to find it. And we hear from so many moms, like I tried to make my own lactation cookies and it just tasted like brewer's yeast and it was terrible. So I want to try yours (laughs) and you can't, you can't even taste it in ours. It like has a little bit of a brewer's yeast aftertaste, but they're still delicious. Well, and and by the way, you just, you, you hit the nail on the head you have to make them oh, as well right. yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> you know it's like you're trying to like figure out this newborn and try to keep you know keep your supply up and figure out the nursing relationship and then you need to bake enough cookies to do it like yeah sign me up for the ship <laughs> yeah. option it's so much easier. <laughs> and I love how simple the ingredients is right I mean you just mentioned three things and it tastes so good and that just those you know that it's been some, you know, studies have shown that oats and brewer's yeast can help with, you know, milk production. And I just think that's super interesting that you're making that product and they taste good. It's simple ingredients. It just seems like it has all of the, all the things that you need. And we do have a flavor that has coffee in them too. So you definitely. Ooh. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the perfect, like, sailing like marketing point is like hey not only is are these lactation cookies but there's coffee in it for when you're feeling real tired and you (laughs) might need a little bit of a caffeine boost well they are they are caffeine free but yes oh okay okay well (laughs) the caffeine taste the caffeine or the coffee taste (laughs) I should say (laughs) um so kind of moving along here I know we've talked a little bit I mean obviously we've talked about a lot about the lactation cookies and you had mentioned, you know, how those are different, but as far, you know, as far as like the baby food, what makes your baby food and your products better than what you can just get in the store, get in the, the food baby section. So, and I always preface this with saying that there's nothing wrong with buying store-bought baby food. Like we don't, um, we don't look down on people who buy store-bought baby food. We just like to provide parents mm-hmm. with another alternative. So, yeah, I love that baby food sitting on a grocery store shelf. You know, it has to sit there for a really long time. Like sometimes you'll pick up a jar of baby food, and that food was made before your baby was even conceived. Like, do that math. That's like oh I don't know, gosh, 15, 16. that's crazy to think <laughs> yeah. about. Um, yeah. So that cooked that food is cooked at really high temperatures to preserve the shelf life. And when they do that, it cooks all the nutrients out. And I mean, you can eat like when you, when you get a jar of baby food, it has no flavor. The color is dull. There's no texture. Like it's very watered down. And the baby food that we provide, um, we make everything fresh. So we start with fresh fruits and vegetables. We steam it to keep those nutrients intact. So we don't cook it at high temperatures. Um, and then we puree it and we freeze it. So when it free, when you freeze a food, that's also called, called nature's pause button. So it takes all those nutrients and basically keeps it in the food while it's frozen. And the shelf life is about four months. So while the shelf life is shorter than what's at the grocery store, you know, you're making that compromise for all those nutrients that are still inside of the food. And you Mm -hmm. can see the difference. I mean, the color is very vibrant. The texture is there. The flavor is amazing. Um, so that's, that's kind of what makes us different. Um, than what's at the grocery store. That's awesome. Have you ever done like taste test with like your baby, for example, of like your baby food and like the jarred 
baby food, you know, just from the store? And is have you ever seen any like difference or do they like, you know, if it's the same thing, do they like yours better? Like, have you ever done any of those comparisons? Yes, and they usually prefer ours. <laughs> That's so interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I, I believe that because this is like, honestly, so I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old now, but back when I was trying to, when we were moving toward, you know, adding foods into their diet and in addition to the breast milk, neither of my kids liked baby food. And like, I'm not kidding. And then I would taste it. I'm like, well, no wonder. Like you, you taste it out of the jar. And I was like, well, I don't want to eat it either. I can't imagine why you would. So, I mean, I was like, I didn't even, I, even back then, like, I didn't even know what baby led weaning was. It was just something we did because they couldn't yeah. stand the taste. Again, it was just one of those things where it's like, well, if they don't like it, I can't get them to eat it. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And this just made me think of this. I love that you said, you know, kind of locking in the nutrition when you freeze it. It's kind of the same with adults too. You know, a lot of adults are worried that if they're getting like frozen fruits and vegetables, that they might not be as healthy and it's the exact same, right? So typically when they are taking those fruits and vegetables, they're taking them at their peak uh, ripeness with all that nutrition and freezing it locks in that nutrition. So it's the exact same for yes. adults too. So it mm-hmm. makes total sense. That's awesome. Um, well, building off of that topic, just, we were talking about how with my kids, it was just kind of this, this next step. What do you, I'm sure a lot of moms are listening, have that certain question. Um, just like I did when is in, in your opinion or in your experience, when should a mom consider adding baby foods into their diet? Like when's the right time to start adding um, like your purees or moving them to the next step? Do you have, what do you typically yeah, so recommend? So we always tell moms we're not doctors. Um, so a lot of moms wait until they get permission from their pediatrician. Um, and some moms are like, whatever, I'll just do it when I, when I want to. But we always tell moms, like, it's usually between four and six months, but like you need to check with your pediatrician. So when they get the mm-hmm. green light, Um, there are signs that your baby will show when they're ready to start solids. So like if they can sit up and hold their head up pretty well, like in a bumbo, um, if they can sit, sit with support. And if your baby is showing interest in what you're eating, um, those are usually the signs that they're ready to start eating something other than breast milk and formula. Um, and then, you know, then it's, then it's time to decide, are you going to go the baby food route? Or are you going to go the baby led weaning route? And really it's just like what you prefer with your lifestyle. Like we hear everything from moms, like, I don't want anything to do with purees. I'm going straight to baby led weaning. And we hear the exact opposite too. So, um, it's basically just what, whatever fits in your lifestyle. Yeah. I love that. And I, I feel like I don't know much. This is like a subject I honestly truly don't know much about. I um, obviously know about nutrients and nutrition, but I, when it comes to like baby food and baby led weaning, that's something I'm, I'm not super, I don't know a lot about. So that's definitely something that I need to look into. And I think having, you know, even someone on to talk about baby led weaning would probably be really helpful. Don't you think, Carrie? For sure. Cause it, I mean, it is, even if you start um, you know, cause I mean, you start with those, again, we were talking like store-bought food, like you also need to figure out when you take them to that next step, because then you start with the purees and it's like, how do you start introducing them from, all right, we were with breast milk and purees. And then we move to the next step where it's introducing solid. And it's a scary experience. I mean, because, you know, as you know, Jeannie too, like 
that step where you they're they choke on their food like it's gonna happen it's a natural like them understanding how to use their tongue mm-hmm. and put it in the right spot like it's a scary process so figuring out the right steps of when that transition period is in finding foods that you know that they'll actually enjoy or try I mean it's such a process it's it such is. a process it gives me anxiety just even anxiety. thinking about it. <laughs> that's why I, I know I'm like <laughs> I know right and that's, I mean, that's so true. Like, like I said, I obviously need to do much more research into this whole section. And I'm sure when that, you know, time in my life comes, I I would definitely will. But yeah, I love that you have this other option, you know, for moms, you know, who are maybe wanting to, you know, look a little bit more into nutrition and maybe wanting a little bit more fresh food, but they don't have to make it themselves. You kind of take the guesswork out of everything, which I think is so great. Do you, well, this, do you have, oh, sorry. One, I want to have oh, one more. Do you have, I know you mentioned menus. Like, do you just have options or do you have suggested like, Hey, week one, like maybe if you started off with this flavor, move to the next one. Like, do you give advice like in your menus and um, the way you put things together on like steps on like, all right, start with this flavor, try this flavor. Um, we don't, um, we have a guide that we have a, a starting solids bundle and we have a guide that comes with that, but we don't, we don't make recommendations just because people like moms usually know what they, what they want to start their babies on. It's either I want to start them with vegetables. I want to start them with oatmeal cereal, or I'm just going to start them on anything. So we, we see everything across the board. I'm sure. So interesting. Everyone has different taste preferences and preferences and they probably know their baby. Right. So they're, they're probably thinking, well, they at least think they do, right? Until they start, they're like, oh, I think they might like this. And then they spit it out and they're like, what? Okay, on to something yeah, and else. So, what's fascinating <laughs> about the spitting it out thing, um, we always tell parents it could take your baby 20 times to have, like, taste a certain food before they accept it or they like it. So, um, we, wow. we hear all wow, the time, oh, they spit it out. They don't like that. Well, you have to keep trying. Like, yeah, they're probably not going to like green beans or they're probably not going to like peas the first time they try it, but you have to keep trying. And, you know, even when your kids get older and pickier, like, it's just all about the exposure, keeping those vegetables on the plate, keeping, keeping it in front of them. So it's not out of sight, out of mind. And before you know it, it's three years down the road and they haven't had a single serving of vegetables. <laughs> Yeah, that's such a good point. And I think that, you know, I guess even myself, I would probably say, oh, they spit it out. They must not like it. Maybe let's try something different. But that's such a good point to say, no, keep trying. You know, it's just so new to them, right? Like they're experiencing all these new different flavors and it's just different. So I can see where, you know, that would become, you know, moms might be like, okay, they don't like that, but let's, you know, let's try it. I love that you're saying, let's keep going. Yeah, 20 times. Twenty times. That's a lot. I'm glad you said that number because I think I would have. I think I've probably stopped nope, like twenty five. times. Yeah, I feel so, like I would too. Good call on that. Twenty mamas who are listening. Twenty times. Don't give up hope. Your kid might like vegetables. Uh, well, this has been so interesting. Like I said, it's definitely a topic that I certainly um, don't know so much about. So it's been wonderful having you on and just explaining, you know, what you have to offer, you know, why your food is different, um, the, what, you know, different types of foods that you have and just the knowledge and information, you know, that you've brought today, I think is great. Um, one thing that we 
always ask everyone who we have on this podcast is what is one messy mom moment or moment that you can think of? And if you can't think of one, what advice do you have for moms to just embrace the messiness in their lives? Those questions. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, as go for it. As soon as I read that question, when you, when you sent me the questions, I immediately like went back to our newborn photo shoot with Camila. So she's our oldest one. So this was almost five years ago. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So you know that picture that everybody gets and it's like a neutral background. They're all wearing white and they're holding their naked newborn. Can you get, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. She pooped all down the front of me. Cause you, I mean, they can't control their poop for like the first month of life. And yeah. We even have it on camera me holding my three day old baby and there's just like, yeah, it was not, not good. That's definitely a messy mom moment for sure. I feel like there's probably a lot of moms that can relate to that because I feel like that's not the first time I've heard that. (laughs) Carrie, didn't Carter do that or Kate? Oh, so I have, I like my goal in life was to have my husband hold both babies on like his, on his forearm. Um, and, you know, then I wanted them naked and I wanted them curled in this perfect position. So Caitlin <laughs> peed on him and Carter pooped on him. It's great. He's like, we're having no more children. Memories. I'm never doing this again. And that's weird. We stopped at two kids right after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's definitely a messy mom moment. And then um, you said you wanted to answer yes. what, the advice as well. So to this embrace is coming from somebody who like has to have, and, and I get this from my mom who I think got it from her mom, like everything has a place that it goes into. And so this is coming from somebody who is very organized. And I've kind of realized this through COVID, actually, it is okay, if there is a mess, or if there are messes everywhere. I've realized through being a mom that everything is a stage, everything, you know, goes in cycles, and we are just in a messy stage right now. And one day we're going to miss the mess. So like you said, just embrace the mess and it's okay. We're going to miss it one day. It might not be today, but you know, 20 years down the road (laughs) when our houses are empty and all of our kids have gone to college and we cry every day, we're going to look back on these days and just miss them so much. So true. That is so true and so good and a great reminder for all moms. I think especially at this point in our life, you know, we're still dealing with COVID and all the things that are currently going on. And that that's a perfect reminder. Um, so Jeannie, thank you so much again for, you know, being with us today and being on the episode. Like I said, you've just oh, been a wealth you. of knowledge and information and um, we've loved having you. So, you know, for mamas who are interested in looking at your baby food and just your food and lactation cookies, where can so they find we you? we are online. We're at www.cafebabytogo.com. Um, where our lactation cookies are on Amazon. And, um, for local Indianapolis moms, we just opened our first store in Castleton. Yes. In the midst of COVID, I do not want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's another podcast for another day, Um, right? (laughs) So yes, you can, um, come shop in person. We have, we always have everything in stock. It's literally like going to the grocery store. Um, so yeah, you can stop by our storefront and say hi. Perfect. And if any of you forget that, you know, why you might be 
driving and listening to this, that will also be in our notes as well. Uh, But Jeannie, again, thanks so much. It's been awesome having you on the podcast. And we will definitely make sure to send all our mamas your way who are looking for fresh baby food and all the things. So thank you so much for coming on today. And until next time, we'll talk to you later, mamas.